ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation. Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. I've known a lot of people with MS in my life, and if you look through the years, the treatment options and things that can help ease some of the symptoms have really come such a long way, and it's amazing to see, and I'm so happy for my friends that they can get that kind of treatment now. We're talking today about multiple sclerosis and therapy options with Ian Flannery. He's the therapy manager at Multiple Sclerosis Institute with the Shepherd Center. Ian, tell us about the Shepherd Center's MS Wellness Program. What's it designed to do? Hi. So the the MS Wellness Program is designed to be a community-based program that uh, provides care for people with MS uh, between bouts of physical therapy and occupational therapy and speech therapy uh, to help keep people active, to help uh, manage some symptoms, and to keep people exercising and get them involved in the in uh, with a community of people uh, to help keep them moving towards uh, their goals. So, Ian, as I said in my intro, because what you just said is really, it's not new per se, but back in the day 20 years ago, 30 years ago, MS patients didn't have these opportunities to get fitness training and wellness programs. So how can it help specifically with MS? What are you seeing today that they're able to do that they maybe weren't able to do 20, 30 years ago? Well, with MS, it helps to take a look at the history of why people thought exercise wasn't good for for folks with MS back in the day. And I think that stems from heat intolerance and fatigue that, that are the amount of fatigue that people with MS experience when they're doing exercise is very different than the amount of fatigue that, that, that other folks do. And so I think there was a misunderstanding that when you're over-fatiguing people, you're causing uh, the disease to, pro- the, to progress or you're causing damage to folks. But what we know now is that, yeah, you can over-fatigue people and they can have some of those symptoms, but typically they bounce right back from that and that we can really be pushing people and, and getting people involved. And so the benefits of exercise for people with MS are, are one, they're the same as uh, the benefits of exercise to anybody. Uh, but two, it, doing it in a place where they where people understand the, the symptoms of MS and how to manage those and how to adapt the exercise can really get people, keep people confident in, in how they're exercising and, the, and that they're benefiting their, their body and their, their function. Um, so the benefits of exercise can, can be as simple as, you know, you're feeling better because you're more active and exercising, but exercise also has been shown to have changes in the brain too. So it actually can help some of the symptoms of MS um, along with the disease-modifying therapies and the other medications that they're working on with the medical team. It's so true. I mean, the benefits for all of us for exercise are similar, but for MS, exercise programs definitely have to be tailored. Tell us about how you tailor those exercise programs, and including, you mentioned, you know, overheating, smaller class sizes might help with that. Tell us a little bit about how you're tailoring that. 
Yeah, the, the smaller class sizes is, is is big because it allows for a little bit more one-on-one attention. So nobody's really getting left behind in, in the way they're doing their exercises. But uh, as far as the fatigue and the heat go, we keep our gym pretty cool. We keep it a little bit cooler than most other, than other gyms. Uh, we also have fans and, and ice water on hand that we can uh, provide folks. And that actually does tend to keep uh, the, the heat intolerance at bay a little bit while you're doing exercise. We also build in rest breaks so so we know uh, the signs and symptoms that the signs that come on when you're doing exercise that we need to take a break and rest for a minute. And usually, if we stay ahead of those that those fatigue signs, then you can kind of prevent them from going from from coming on. And so, a lot of it is just is is adapting just the the way you're approaching the exercises. On top of that, if you if since people do have a, a decreased tolerance for exercise or they fatigue a little bit easier, if we focus on exercises that, that hit multiple muscle groups or have a more functional uh, implication or ca- that can help something a little bit more functional, we tend to focus more on those kinds of exercises as opposed to uh, exercising a single muscle group like somebody does uh, bicep curl at the gym. We'll do something that, that, that has a little bit more of a functional uh, aspect to it that, that works all of the muscle groups at the same time. And one of the things that I, as an exercise physiologist, know about exercise, it certainly helps us to feel better. It helps us to get stronger. For MS patients, a big part of what they go through is maybe depression, feelings of isolation. How can exercise help MS patients to feel more empowered? How can it help psychosocial things that they might be going through? Right, and so I think you, you hit the nail on the head with with talking about the benefits of exercise for for everybody because they're all the same for the folks with MS. They, you know, they get the same endorphins that that we do when we exercise, and they get the same uh, boost in energy overall when they when they do consistent exercise. And you see the the functional changes in your life when you're doing consistent exercise that's tailored towards your needs. Um, but one of the things that um, one of the the benefits of the the psychosocial aspect is that especially in our wellness program, a lot of times people with MS tend to feel a little bit isolated when they go to other other uh, exercise programs or or the gym, and they they don't really have that camaraderie. And here, where we where we have you know probably ninety eight percent of the people that come into our wellness program have multiple sclerosis, they have a sense of camaraderie camaraderie, and people understand what they're going through. And if you're having a really bad day, as you have with MS, um, then you have a lot of people that understand that and know what you're going through. And there's a there's a people that you can you can lean to for support. And what kinds of classes are available? Are are they typical fitness classes, yoga, step classes because balance and gait can be an issue for people with MS. What kinds of classes are offered? Uh so we have a wide variety of classes and we we tend to have a few different levels of of each of these to to make sure we're we're having something that people who are, have have a little bit more disability can come in and, and feel like they can get benefit out of it, and also the people who are who are uh, have min- pretty minimal disability. So we have core core classes that focus on uh, kind of just your core muscle groups, like you would any like Pilates or or a, or a core exercise class. Uh, we also offer an upper extremity class to work on arm function, a lower extremity class to work on uh, to isolate leg strength and, and functional movements with the legs. We have a high-intensity interval training that, that uh, is kind of an agility and coordination class that, that focuses on folks that, that need a little bit more uh, aggressive 
uh, higher level exercises. We do also offer a yoga class and, a, and we just started a Pilates class as well for folks that, uh, that would benefit from those. And on top of that, we also have uh, lectures twice a week that com- uh, talk about different topics such as fatigue management, uh, diet and nutrition, pain, um, and other, other uh, hot topics in MS. Who can participate in these classes? And it's, I mean, what a great program. And I imagine it's quite popular because it really sounds like it's so comprehensive and you're really tailoring it to the specific needs of MS patients. Who can be a participant of these? Um, pretty much anybody in the community that has MS can participate. Uh, the, the class sizes, as we are still a relatively small rehab facility, uh, the, at least the MS department is. The Shepherd Center is a lot bigger overall. But the, the, our classes are, are pretty small right now. And so, but we do take, as long as you have MS and, and uh, you have the commitment to come in and do exercise and, and to join some of the classes, we'll try to fit you in. And we also offer one-on-one exercise sessions for folks that may not be able to get into the classes because they're free or because they're full. Um, but we offer that to also tailor a little bit more one-on-one uh, exercise towards folks too. That's so cool. Must be very rewarding what you do, Ian. Tell us a little bit as we wrap up about managing expectations because MS patients can think they've got this degenerative disease and that nothing is going to help make it better or see improvements. How do you help them manage their fitness expectations and, and indeed their whole wellness expectations? Give us your best advice. One of the things that I always go to when I'm trying to manage expectations with folks, and I encourage all of our all of our staff to do, to talk about this as well, is that folks with MS are, tend to be more sedentary and and be less active than other folks, and that's the same with anybody with chronic chronic illnesses or chronic diseases. Typically, less less active, and a lot of symptoms that come on, they, you know, they may not be MS symptoms. You know, we exercise can have an impact on the disease process, but what we're doing here is, you know, primarily what we can do is really address the the symptoms of being sedentary and the fatigue and the the endurance of the muscles and the cardiovascular system. Uh, We can target all of those and we can expect for those to to have big changes and for those systems to to adapt as we exercise. And so managing expectations, but also letting people know that not everything they're feeling is because of MS. And these are all things that we can address and improve for sure. Um, some of the MS symptoms, it, it gets a little bit more complicated and nuanced, uh, and that's a little bit more of an individual conversation. But overall, if people are inactive, we, when, we're, when we become more active and, more, and exercise more, you're going to see improvements in a lot of different systems in a lot of ways. What else would you like to add about the Multiple Sclerosis Institute at Shepherd Center? Um, I think the last thing I would like to add is that, you know, the wellness program is a, is a big part of what we do here, but we also, uh, do have, uh, therapy, we have physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. And the communication between the, the, the wellness program and the exercise physiologists that run the wellness program, uh, and the, and the therapy staff can be really beneficial. And so having, having a care team that, uh, communicates with each other. And if the people in the wellness program notice something's coming up and they're like, well, we we noticed that we're kind of hitting some walls or there's some things that are backtracking, they can uh, immediately talk and, and we can transition them into a therapy tract. And so that's one thing that, that I think is, is really important. And even in places where you don't have that all in one spot, 
in one location, just encouraging that that communication between anybody who has eyes on the patient uh, can be really beneficial for folks. It's great information. What a great program. Thank you, Ian, for coming on and explaining so very well the the options for MS patients and how they can really get fit and, and involve themselves in these wellness programs and how these kinds of programs can really help their total body health, including their mental health and psychosocial issues. Thank you again for being with us. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio. For more information, please go to shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.